0: Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Fuzzy. And today we have guest speaker, Tiffany Bynum, CEO of Little Nugget Learning. She is CEO and founder of this family owned and operated business based out of South Florida. They are dedicated to finding products that encourage sensory exploration, help improve motor skills, foster language development, inspire creative play, and more. A couple things that we talk about in this episode are how sensory learning boxes engage the entire child in learning. Also, as a child plays in the sensory box, they're creating stories and are able to engage with learning and growth lastly it helps with the motor skills cognitive learning speech development we get it all in these fun little sensory boxes go grab your coffee go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what tiffany has to say let's get into the podcast and today's guest speaker is Tiffany Bynum from LittleNuggetLearning.com. Tell us one misconception you feel most have about homeschooling.
1: Hi everyone, glad to be here. Thanks Bex for having me. So jumping right into one of the biggest issues I think that parents have um, that intimidates them is that they feel ill-equipped. They didn't go to school. They don't have a degree in teaching. Therefore, they could not possibly handle educating their children. And along with that, a lot of parents then feel, okay, not only am I ill-equipped, but there is no way that I could teach my child for six to seven hours every day like they do in the classroom. And those are two misconceptions that Studies have actually shown that children benefit more from having their parents teach them ultimately. And secondly, you do not have to homeschool for six to seven hours a day. It is amazing what you can accomplish when you have one, two or three children instead of 24 to 30 children in the classroom. And I know personally as a homeschool parent, my son is in second grade And we start school around 9.15 and we are done around 11.30 or 12 every day. And that's, that's all the extra stuff that I have as well. So I couldn't (laughs) agree with you more. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I don't even teach for six or seven hours. That's the funny part. I literally teach three hours a day and I'm a public school Mm -hmm. teacher. So Exactly. You do not need to teach all those hours. It's definitely a huge myth that, that I don't even know where it came from. I'm, I'm thinking it came from the fact that kids are gone for all those
1: hours. Right, right. That's what we look at. Well, this is the time I drop them off. This is the time I pick them up. So obviously there's so much happening in those hours that I have to fill those hours. And that's just not the case when it comes to homeschooling. But we are so blessed to live in a day and age as well where we have social media platforms, we have technology, we have so many curriculum options and blogs and podcasts (laughs) to (laughs) help guide us through. And so whenever little nugget learning was thought of, um, that was my goal was to provide resources for homeschooling parents to come alongside them and help encourage them that number one, I'm a homeschooling parent right along with you. We can do this, we're together in this, and here is a direct contact to all of these resources just in one-stop shopping for you to help you um, from entertaining your children while you're teaching the older children, all the way through to it, incorporating some of the products into your lesson plans.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So. Little Nugget Learning, two questions are going to come at you. So first, tell me about the name. How did you come up with the name? And then tell us a little bit more about
1: Little Nugget Learning. Yeah, sure. So Little Nugget Learning came about because my son, who is almost six years old, when he was born, we just started calling him Little Nugget. And then whenever things started slowly rolling, which I'll talk about later, with the business and we had to come up with a name, I said, why not? Because he's literally Little Nugget Learning. So I thought, and then it has resonated. It's funny. It's a great conversation starter because a lot of people will come up to me and say I call my kids little nuggets too so (laughs) it's been really fun and as a side note my son now has informed us that he is no longer a little nugget he's a chicken tender but no worries (laughs) we are going to keep with the little nugget lane we will not rename it chicken tender learning so (laughs) (laughs) Which which is what actually prompted me to start researching the products that initially started this business. Now, we've grown tremendously since then, but it was the sensory bins, which was the basis um, because he was three years old and he was a super curious child um, always asking questions and being a teacher myself I didn't mind answering those questions however I started researching things that we could do together that would engage his whole person in play but also learning while he was playing and ironically being a veteran school teacher and working in childhood development for over 20 years i had never heard of sensory bins wow (laughs) you know what me either (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) So, and and when I had him, I was a little bit older, so much of my career was already behind me. So the fact that I thought, oh my goodness, I've been in this, this career for at that point, 17 years, and I've never heard of sensory bins. So in my research, thank goodness for Google, right? Um, (laughs) I found that there is basically three elements involved to a sensory bin. So you get the actual bin, just any bin. Be a shoebox, it could be a plastic storage bin, anything you have around your house, a bowl, even. And the second element was to put in either rice or beans and then add to that base with let's say you want to go over colors with them. So you're going to add a bunch of colorful things that they can pick up and play with. And then finally, the third element that I was reading about was that you want to include. Tweezers, scoopers, spoons, things that they can utilize scooping and pouring because apparently, and yes, I now know this for a fact, children love scooping and pouring. (laughs) And so I thought, okay, okay, this is cool. It's a great idea because I literally have all those elements in my home. But what can my child actually learn from scooping rice? And so when I started to research the developmental aspect of it, I was fascinated with what I found. And so I want to share two things that completely blew me away. The first one is that when they are playing, they are engaging their imagination, which is Of course, the three to five year range, even two year olds is a vital, vital time for them to engage their imagination. And so when they're engaging their imagination, let's, what does that look like, right? They're making up characters, they're making up stories. Most of the time they're telling you what's going on. And so ultimately Mm -hmm. that engagement of their imagination has a ripple effect into adulthood. For instance, as an adult, or uh, maybe an older teenager, if they see someone that needs help, right? Their mind is immediately going to create multiple scenarios in which, okay, what would happen if I help them? What would happen if I didn't help them? What, how can I help them? And maybe think through some different ways that they could be of assistance to that person. Where does that stem from? When they were little, they were engaging their imagination. They were coming up with scenarios and now here we are. Uh, it was fascinating. I, I read that there was a study that connected that all the way through adulthood and potentially helping people and working through the situation.
0: <laughs> so. Fascinating. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was nice, right? <laughs> yes. You know, and I was thinking, I know when I go to the beach, that's the one thing I love doing, scooping the sand, pouring yes. it out scooping the sand pouring it out it's so relaxing for me and i do Mm -hmm. it over and over and i just like i dig my fingers in there and i'm like oh i love this and it's just that feeling maybe i was a sensory kid
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and you know what i found too i i had worked um with developmentally delayed children for several years and you know, sometimes you just kind of attribute certain things like that would be so helpful for them in their growth and their development. But at the same time, I started to realize, wait, anyone can use this with any ability at any age. And yes, you're so right. I have adults who actually tell me that they sit and play with their children with the sensory bins. Um, But that's why they call it sensory, right? You're engaging your senses. You're engaging sight. You can see the colors. You can see the, the different things and you're creating stories based off of what you see. You're picking things up with your hand. You're touching different textures. We do discourage tasting. (laughs) <laughs> um, right. I want to eat the rice with the beans uncooked, but <laughs> um, and you can hear it, right? If you're running your fingers through the different elements, you can hear the crunching or the, sm- the You know, just see the smoothness and hear that soft fall of the sand. So that's also another thing. It engages the whole child, which is great. And along those lines, this the one of the more impressive things that I learned was, for example, if they're picking up tweezers. Or they're picking up their scoop and they're scooping the rice and the beans. They're engaging all those little muscles in their hand, which is giving them a great workout. Yes, fine motor skills. Mm. And that is in preparation for strengthening those muscles with which they will hold the crayons when they go to school and the pencils and the scissors. So again, you're starting little, you think they're just playing, but there are so many details of learning and development happening while that's going on that's amazing oh my
0: goodness like you wouldn't think that all these things are happening just based on that and that is really what is so fascinating about learning period just learning (laughs) that there it it's it doesn't it doesn't have a place it's 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 all it's everywhere it's just everywhere learning
1: so how did you get inspired to do So it? after doing all of that research yes. and being the perfectionist that I am, I said, well, I can do this. And this is obviously beneficial for my son to engage with sensory bins and sensory play. So I made my first sensory bin and he sat and sat and played and played and scooped for the longest time. And I was so impressed that I actually got two sips of coffee and it was still hot, you know, Uh, but it it was so great. So then I started making them for my friends and I, you know, we've heard these stories, right? It just kind of snowballed from there to the point where eventually I jump on Etsy. You know, I build up my confidence, like these are going well with the locals that I know. Let me hop on, do the Etsy thing. But here's the thing. Okay, here's where we come to a screeching halt. And this is where my business deviates from the current flow of sensory bin stuff. I was shocked sticker price. Oh. So by the time you pay for shipping and you get this whole sensory bin right cuz you're like look that sounds great but I don't want to put that together myself I'm going to hop on Etsy I'm going to buy it from someone who already does everything for me you're talking $60 Whoa. okay so you're going to spring the 60 bucks right this is great for your kid they're going to grow developmentally I, you, we're going to invest in our kids 100% but then what if you want to change up the theme another $60 to buy the woodland theme now instead of the ocean. So I stopped and I went, wait a second, okay? I appreciate a good budget. And I know a lot of families who homeschool, they they live on a budget. They're sacrificing actually to stay at home with their children, to buy the curriculum, to do this. So I said, let's make this more accessible. And so with Little Nugget Learning, yes, we do sensory play. We have a whole line of products. But with that, my goal is that it's budget-friendly. And the second goal is that you have lots of options because every family looks different. Every family approaches their child's education differently. So I want to meet them there. I want to connect with them on what they want for their family. And so that's when I said enough. I mean, I'm still on Etsy. Okay, but I said no. Let me start my own website <laughs> and then I can offer the prices that I want. Right. We can keep it within people's budgets and we can give people what maybe they really want but they said I just can't afford that
0: $60. What are the different types of bins that you have because you met you mentioned
1: two, ocean bin and a woodland yes, bin. Woodlands. Okay, so those are my two of my top sellers. Um, We offer a variety of themes. So I'm going to walk through three different products that are currently our best sellers, but that it's, it's all different pricing levels and all different types because of the variety that we have out there when it comes to sensory play. So, the first one is what we call the sensory bin base or the filler, right? We talked about the three elements at the beginning. So, you have your bin, whatever you want. I do sell some of those accessories, but we mainly focus on the filler. Once you have your bin, then you're going to fill it with something. So, we custom make. Um, different fillers for you. And so we have ocean theme, we have what we call the busy bee, because it's really important to me that children know um, the importance that bees play in the environment. Like I I like to focus a lot on the education as well. So that if you want to incorporate it into your teaching and your lesson plans, you can do that We have one called Panda Surprise, where it teaches all about the panda and how um, certain species of them are endangered species. So we have the ocean, which is a very popular one. Everyone loves learning about the ocean and so on. So those are our sensory bases. And if you get onto our website, you under sensory play, we actually have an entire section devoted just to sensory bin bases. And you'll get five cups of that particular theme with all the little elements in it then you simply open the bag, pour and start playing. The other aspect and this is a new line that we just came out with and i'm very excited about it is that we call them sensory bin mixers so what we were finding is that a lot of people who are now coming into the sensory play world because it is gaining traction and a lot of people are finding the benefits of it so they say well i have rice and beans at home already i don't need you to ship me five cups of rice and beans with all the cool little trinkets in them so we said okay Let's cater to that particular customer and let's just come up with one cup of the theme of trinkets. Then you put the rice in, and then all you have to do is pour that theme in because we were finding that that's what takes the time. Anybody can do the rice, but if you want to be, you know, the awesome sensory bin mom, you want a theme. <laughs> fall's coming, we need an autumn theme sensory bin, winter's coming, yeah, let's get some snow in there, you know, so we said, okay, so then for this price, then um, you get just one cup of trinkets to mix with it, and you're done, easy play, it's done, you've switched up your theme, and it's $11, done, so we have that, the other sensory play and this is moving a little bit away from sensory bins but it's also under the umbrella of sensory play are what a lot of people are into are tinker trays so it's an actual tray now it can be crossover. the elements from the tinker tray can be used in sensory play if you so choose but it is a tray that has all different kind of themed elements one of our best sellers is our rainbow tinker tray and obviously right we're gonna go over the colors of the rainbow and then you can also pull the different items and of course because i'm a perfectionist and ocd and all that good stuff <laughs> i have it all arranged by color and so for every color you have a little counting bear, and you have a little stacking cube and you have a little linking um tray um, i'm sorry a little Thing that you can link together to form a little rope and so on. And so then you can go through and you can say, okay, today I want you to find all of the jumbo links and so we're gonna link them together. And then you can say, oh, can you find all five of the counting bears? And they're gonna pull them out. So you're incorporating math skills, you're incorporating fine motor skills, you're incorporating color recognition, um, and grouping and sorting skills, which are also pre-math skills. So these trays are are wonderful because then people too will remove those elements. And when the children get older, they use the tray for a life cycle set. And then they'll teach them, you know, the metamorphosis of the butterfly or so on. So it's a multi-use, multi-purpose tray. And then sometimes they'll take those trinkets and those elements that originally came with the tray, and they'll throw them in the sensory bin with the rice. So those do very well. And again, I was finding that they were between $45 and $50. And I said, there's got to be better pricing. We got to bring this price down. We have to get this into the hands of people who have budgets. So again, we were able to, to source it out and price it, get it lower so that everyone can take part in that fun as well.
0: Price is such a Big deal right now especially with inflation going on and it's awesome that you're so conscious of that and you you're just you're there you're you're doing it so it's fantastic
1: trying, trying yeah and and there's nothing wrong if you want a beautifully hand carved wooden tray that is amazing. I would love that as well. But at the same time, I'm thinking there's people that are trying really hard and they look and they go, I would love to be able to afford that for my child. And so that is definitely my heart. And my goal is to get this out there for everyone on every level, every age, every ability.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So tell me, cause you, you, my, my mind is just going right now I'm thinking like oh my goodness like I have so many questions but my main my main question is how do we learn like I heard you saying pulling out math and things but like with the ocean theme how does the base teach us like how does how does how does this lesson look like because it just sounds okay. very dynamic
1: well this is this is the wonderful thing about sensory bins <clears throat> excuse me is that they're open-ended so you can use them in a variety of ways some of the ideas that i've seen on instagram by the way if you need inspiration go on instagram <laughs> right? the, these ladies are amazing amazing um so one of the things that i've seen people use let's just go with that ocean uh sensory bin base theme is that They're going to do a unit study on the ocean. So they pull their library books or their personal books that are all ocean themed and they'll read the books with their children and then they'll have the invitation to play is what they call it, especially if you're in the world of um, approaching it through Montessori, Waldorf and so on. So they'll have the sensory bin already set up, and they'll have an invitation to play, and they'll say, come and just explore. And so what we try to do whenever we create these bases are put actual elements that you would find in the ocean. For example, the one that we currently have, um, we have small seashells, real live small seashells in there for them to explore. We have been known to have miniature starfish in there at one point, little sand dollars. So they're able to connect, hey, I read that in my book and now I'm actually holding it. I'm seeing it, I'm experiencing it. And so that is just one example of how our sensory bin bases are used. So when they're little, maybe their attention span isn't as big uh, are as long. And so they'll just sit and they'll play. And I have heard that a lot of moms will just sit and, oh, look at that starfish. And they'll just use it as vocabulary and language development. And then a third way that I have heard of it being used, and this is so neat to me, um, that there is a particular lady who I met, she buys them for her nursing home residence. Oh, wow! and she uses them during the activity times because it engages the senses and wow. so she said her residents absolutely love them and a lot of them it's really good for their fine motor skills because they're picking up they're scooping they're pouring and so I just thought that that was incredible so yeah that is okay. incredible across all age groups <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's really, that is really incredible. I think that's beautiful across all age groups. Like, that's what I was saying too, cause I'm like, I know when I am at the beach and I'm playing, I put my hands in things. I really do calm myself down and you know, that sensory, that's awesome. So yeah. you obviously started with your, your son. Like, how did how did you work it with your son? Like, what, what were the things that you, you used the boxes with him? Like, how did you use the boxes with him?
1: Well, one of the things that he was really into at the time was construction machines. So I got some beans and then we found some construction machines that we picked up at the store and we brought them back. And that's what he used to scoop and pour. And it really, it sounds simple because what do you have, but the machines and the beans and he is creating stories. That's what I love about it. It's so, it allows the freedom for them to create what they want it to be. So that was one of the things that we did together. Another fun activity that we did with the sensory bins was I took small little animals and um, fake, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> of course. Don't throw that out there, you know? <laughs> um, and so we took a muffin pan And we put the animals in the bottom of the muffin pan, one for each cup, muffin cup, and then we scooped the sensory bin filler on top of it, and he did that part, but then he liked going back through and finding them. So we used it as a search and find game. And then it was, he loved finding them and putting them back into his sensory bin. So again, you're finding multiple uses. It's not just sitting at it, but a lot of people are like, what? They're just gonna sit there and stare at it. But I guarantee you, you place something in front of them that is open-ended. They're gonna, they're going to make it what they want it to be. So those are just a couple of things that we did together when I first started. And then it's just kind of grown from there, so. So, Tiffany,
0: tell us, what's the call to action? Where can they find you? Where can they get these resources? How can they connect with you?
1: So you can find us at littlenuggetlearning.com and we do have an entire sensory play section. But while you're there, you can go ahead and check out a couple of other amazing products that we carry because we do connect with vendors from all over the world to bring in wooden toys, and various educational resources for you so that you're not having to hop all over from this website to that website to find what it is you're looking for. Our goal is to supply homeschool families with things that you wouldn't typically find at your big box stores. So we're taking on the job of literally searching the world over for you and shipping those things here um, for you to have at your fingertips. Another thing, and I, and I really want you guys to take advantage of this. So um, my marketing person can say, let's, let's come up with something for these awesome uh, listeners. So we have a mini Montessori set available for two-year-olds and three-year-olds. And if you go to our website, you're gonna see a pop-up message come up when you visit there. And it says, take advantage of your free mini Montessori set. It is a $25 value. Like I said, a lot of this stuff gets really crazy because it's all wooden tools, little bean pot, little tweezers, fun things for the kids to play with. And you only have to pay shipping. So we really, really want to go ahead and just give that to you guys because we want to spread the love of learning, playing, learning, growing together. That's fantastic. Do they have to put any promo code or anything? Nope, there will just be the pop-up screen. Um, When they first get on the website, that'll say claim your free mini Montessori set here. You just click the button, And you go through, you use PayPal to pay. So it's all safe, secure, you're golden. And we ship between one, two business days. So you will have it typically by the end of that week that you ordered. That's so cool,
0: fantastic. And I'll put that link in the show notes for sure. And they'll be able to just go straight there. Oh, wow. Tiffany, it's been so amazing talking to you. As we're wrapping this up, is there one big takeaway you want parents to
1: have from our conversation? Just know that you are not alone. We live in a day and age where a lot of people are stepping up. They're saying, I really feel called to homeschool my children. And I want you to know, number one, you can do this. Absolutely. Number two, there are companies like Little Nugget Learning. There's podcasts that Bex has. We're here for you. And if you ever need anything, you know, feel free to reach out and, you know, fill out that contact form. Let me know because I'm walking right there with you guys. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you
0: so much for coming on today and just sharing your experience, your wisdom, your testimony, and just, you know, all of the, the, the little nuggets that you gave
1: us today. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's been a true pleasure talking about my passion.
0: (laughs) Awesome. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast,